are now listening to the Motivated Mama podcast. This is a community for parents that want to be authentically themselves while looking for judgment-free, genuine, and heartfelt parenting advice. We talk to other mothers and experts to get small, easy steps that we can take to help us accomplish our goals. Learn with me as we discover ways to break patterns of unproductive behavior repeated generation after generation in our families. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Motivated Mama with me, your host, Sydney Ross, The Motivated Mama. So today's episode, we will be talking about how to raise our boys to be good humans. You know, no more of the normal statement, boys will be boys. We're going to move forward with the statement, boys will be good human beings. Um, This is a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. It's one thing that I love discussing. It's one thing that I love researching. Um, And that is how to raise our boys different um, in this society that has so many different um, stereotypes um, of what it means to grow into a man. You know, when I found out I was having a son, I immediately knew what type of mother I was going to be to my son. Um, And that is the exact same kind of mother that I was to my daughter. I am heavy on feminism. I'm heavy on equality. um, And I'm heavy on, you know, emotionally balanced children and people. So I knew immediately that that's how I wanted to raise my son. I wanted to take the proper steps to make sure that he was just a well-rounded human being. Um, And I didn't want to focus on his gender in order to do so. You know, I didn't want to focus on his gender for that to delegate, you know, how he would be treated just because he's a boy. Um, And, you know, this has been a difficult task as a parent, you know, in society when it comes to raising my son. Um, It has not always been an easy thing, um, raising my son with my family and friends, um, even sometimes with my spouse. It is a very difficult thing to have to go through sometimes when people feel that you should do things a specific type of way because you have a little boy. So, you know, it's time for a little story time. I always have a story time. Um, So just a little background. My son and my family um, is the only boy. So I have two sisters. All of my sisters have daughters and I had a daughter. So I have two sisters, three nieces and a daughter of my own. So when we had our son, he was the very first boy in our little group. So of course, with it mainly being single women raising daughters, which that's exactly what it is, single women raising daughters. I was a single mother before I met my husband to my daughter and my sister is a single mother. Both my sisters are single mothers and my mom is a single mom. So automatically they don't know what that looks like to raise a boy, let alone raising a boy with a male figure in the home. They have no clue what that looks like. So immediately they go based off of what they just think, you know, it's just a guess as to how boys should be raised. 
So a lot of the times it takes them off guard when they see the way that I raised my son versus what they imagined or what they thought it really would be. For instance, you know, I had trouble with my sister because she has this notion in her mind that because my son is a boy, that that means he should be roughed up all the time. So a lot of times she will roughhouse him even when he's telling her no and stop. And that ended up becoming a big issue. We actually had a whole falling out about it because for one, you're not respecting boundaries. And for two, just because he's a boy doesn't mean he wants to be shaken up, doesn't mean he wants to be hit, doesn't mean if he gets hurt and he cries that that means you tell him, oh, you are, you a little boy, you need to toughen up. That's not really fair. And that's not the way that I choose to raise my son. So that was an issue. Um, My son has you know, dolls that he plays with. My son has every type of toy. So let's just get that straight. My son has dolls. He has a kitchen set. He has bikes. He has blocks. He has dinosaurs. He has boxing gloves. He has cars. He has art supplies. So he has a little bit of every single thing you could imagine, but he does have baby dolls and he has like a little baby doll crib. And I also got the comment from one of my aunts that she specifically said, I'm surprised Romel, which is my husband, I'm surprised Romel allows you to let him play with baby dolls. So initially that rubbed me the wrong way because for one, my husband doesn't allow me to do any damn thing. I'm a grown ass woman. Um, For two, I am the sole primary caregiver of my children. I'm a stay-at-home mother. I'm the one that my kids see when they wake up in the morning. I'm the one they see before they close their eyes at night and everything in between. I am their teacher. I am their chef. I do every single thing. So I am the sole primary caregiver for my children. So in that instance, as a mother, nobody allows me to do anything. I pretty much do what I see fit for my children because I am the one here raising my children. Um, And for three, what's wrong with a boy playing with a baby doll? So we'll get into that a little bit more. Um, And like I said previously, this has not only been an issue from outsiders such as my family. um, It's also come up several times where it has been, you know, a talking point for me and my husband as well. Things that he may not have been comfortable with based off of how he was raised. Um, So a quick story on that, just recently, like last weekend, um, you know, my son has this dollhouse that belonged to my daughter. Then I gave it to my niece And then my niece no longer plays with it. So my sister gave it back for our son to play with because he likes playing with this dollhouse, Um, which is really not per se uh, a dollhouse per se. It's a it's a playhouse, but it's the calico critter. So it comes with the little animals or whatever. And it has the furniture, but it's like a dollhouse. Um, So he enjoys playing with this dollhouse and. Recently, my husband 
sent me a text and was like, I'm going to go to Walmart and buy him some boy toys because, and we're going to get rid of this dollhouse. And I initially, immediately was like, no, you know, um, he enjoys playing with that. You know, we're not going to get rid of it because it, it doesn't stroke your ego as a man. Or it doesn't make you feel good watching your son play with that. That's something that you need to figure out with yourself. That's not something that you need to project your insecurities off onto our son because he's playing with a dollhouse and that makes you uncomfortable. You need to really do some searching there as to why that makes you uncomfortable. Um, So we ended up having a little argument, but we did work it out at the end of the day. And it just came out to be, you know, we need to accept our children for who they are and who they're going to be. And there's absolutely nothing we can do to prevent who they're going to be in the future. We can only do our best to make sure that they're good, well-rounded human beings who feel secure in who they are um, and feel safe with us. So if we're passing judgment on them, then they won't feel safe or secure within themselves because we're their number one. We're the first person that they come to, you know, as critics, And if we don't make them feel safe, then they're not going to feel safe. If we don't boost them up, then they're not going to have that self-esteem that they need because they're going to receive plenty of that in life. Whether he's a boy playing with a football or a boy playing with a baby doll, he's still going to receive criticism. Um, And that's something that we need to tackle and we need to handle. You know, we need to stop putting these crazy ideas onto our sons. And I strongly believe it comes from this homophobic you know, setting of society that we live in, men are so afraid and people, I'm not even gonna say men, because I've seen plenty of women do this. And especially in the black community, where we're so afraid of our children growing up to be homosexual, that we you know, block them from so many things as children that have absolutely nothing to do with sex. You know, let them play, let them explore, let them, you know, have toys. But we are so, we are so big on this homophobic agenda and preventing homophobe, uh, homosexuality within our boys that we don't just allow them to be children because we we just have to stop this thing in their tracks when in all reality if that's what they're going to be that's what they're going to be and there's nothing that we can do to prevent that from happening we can't control who they're attracted to by taking away a baby doll or a dollhouse um but it is our job that shouldn't even be in my opinion that shouldn't even be a concern Um, if it is a concern as a parent, I feel like that's something that has to do with you. It has nothing to do with your child. Um, I feel like that's something that you need to figure out within yourself of why that bothers you. But my, the sexuality that my children, um, may end up being in their future has absolutely nothing to do with me. That's not my concern. And that's never going to be a focus of mine as a parent is to see what I need to do when it comes to their sexuality, that's none of my business. And that's a choice that they will make when they make it. And it's just my job to be a supportive and welcoming and loving parent at the end of the day. My main job as a parent is to grow healthy, happy adults who are independent, who are capable of taking care of themselves and who feel secure in who they are as human beings. That is my main focus as a parent. 
So let's get into this. So we want to raise boys to be these good human beings, right? So the big question is, how do we do that? What does that look like? And I actually did some research and I found this website called parentremix.com. And on parentremix.com, and I'll make sure to post that in the show notes so that way you have the link so you can go and view this article yourself. They give 10 tips on how to raise a boy the right way. Um, and out of the 10, I'm just going to go over five of these tips that they give, and I'll give my opinion if I have one. Um, but let's get into it. So, five tips i'll list the link so that way you can go and read the remaining tips but number one is help your son develop empathy so how do you help your kids develop empathy in general not even just boys you talk about your own feelings so that's going to be the first step don't hide your feelings and especially if you are a male figure in the home raising a boy don't hide your feelings it is so healthy to see all of those feelings being modeled. You know, in my home, you know, so many parents feel like, I don't ever want my kids to see me upset. I don't ever want my kids to see me sad. I don't ever want my kids to see me mad. But there's nothing wrong with that. When your children see that, they see human beings. And it makes them feel comfortable in having those feelings themselves. You don't want them to feel weird or like it's something wrong with them because mm-hmm. they get sad or because they get mad or even if they get depressed you know we want to make sure that they understand that all feelings are welcome and all feelings are normal so even more so from a male perspective if it is a son that you're raising so it's good if you have a son and you are a male raising a son to let them see you cry It's good to let them see you laugh. It's good to let them see you mad. It's good to let them see you happy. Um, It's good to let them see you model love and empathy and, you know, forgiveness. It's good for them to see all of those feelings from a male perspective because we're growing up. They are growing up in this society where men are supposed to be one way, right? Men are supposed to be tough and serious and hardworking, and, you know, they're supposed to be the leader. So, therefore, they can't show those feelings. They can't have those feelings. So then what happens? We have boys tucking their feelings who grow into men, tucking their feelings who don't know how to express themselves, who then end up having mental health disorders, who then end up having physical health issues because stress is the number one killer you're so stressed out because you can't even just cry for a second because you feel like you have to tuck those feelings and that's just not being human so the first step in helping your son develop empathy is showing those feelings and talking about those feelings also give your sons the opportunity to care for children pets and elders so when allowing them those opportunities to care for children, pets, and elders. To me, that screams, there's nothing wrong with your son having a baby doll. Because when we first introduced a doll to my son, all he simply did was show how we take care of him. 
So he would pretend that the baby cried and pretend that he's, you know, calming his baby. He'll go get a diaper to change the baby's diaper. He'll go get a pacifier for the baby. He'll tuck the baby in the bed to put him to sleep. So he's exhibiting exactly the same behaviors that we're modeling. And that's good parenting. And that's showing that you're caring for something, that you're loving something. So he's just, you know, modeling what he sees us model. And that's very important, you know, for them to have some type of way to show that even if it's a teddy bear, even if it's a pet, like it says, um, uh, give them the opportunity to care for a pet. Give them the opportunity to express love and care for something. Um, So the next um, tip is teach him that there are many different ways to become a man and celebrate the differences. Help him learn that he doesn't need to conform to the cultural male stereotype. So just like we celebrate women a lot of time, especially in feminism, we celebrate every type of woman. We celebrate the motherly woman who stays home with the kids, who cooks and cleans and does all of that, the domesticated woman. We celebrate a gold giver, uh, the go-getter woman who is strong, who can do any job. We celebrate the athletic woman who is fast. You know, we celebrate the, um, the creative woman who does art. We celebrate the talented woman who, who does makeup, who's into beauty, the girly girls. We celebrate all of these different types of women because there's not one way to be a woman, but we don't necessarily celebrate those differences when it comes to men, we don't celebrate those differences when it comes to boys. Yes, they may all do certain things differently. They may have different jobs, different types of employment and different interests, but we don't necessarily celebrate that some boys are shy. Some boys are quiet. Some boys are more feminine than other boys. Some boys enjoy taking care of themselves, enjoy getting a manicure and pedicure. Some boys enjoy just genuinely enjoy hard work. Some boys enjoy getting dirty and some boys enjoy being clean. You know, there are some men who will dress to the nines and stay well kept. And there are some men who are so comfortable and just, you know, doing whatever that they don't need to look good. And we need to be sure to celebrate those differences in men and that that doesn't make you any more or any less of a man because you're doing something different than what the male stereotype says. Because it doesn't make me less of a woman because I stay at home and with my children and I nurture my children versus going and working in the corporate world. And it doesn't make a woman in the corporate world any less of a mother or any less of a woman because she doesn't choose to to be what I am. We're all women just the same way as men are all men. And that is a good way to help your son feel comfortable in his skin when he sees that no man is exactly the same. And that's a good thing. That's a beautiful thing. Um, number three is listen to him without judgment, honor his feelings and try not to discount his opinions. So the big one to me that stands out in this is honor his feelings. So many times we tell boys, stop crying. Stop crying. You don't need to cry. Stop being a crybaby. You're being soft. 
You know, and that's just not fair because when you're saying things like that, you're not validating the feelings that this person is having. And sometimes, like I said, we need to take away the gender and just look at our children as people because that's what they are. They are people. So look at them as a person and take away the gender. It's not okay to tell anybody that they need to stop crying. It's not okay to cry toughen up. That's not okay for anybody because you're dismissing their feelings. And that just leads to more issues down the road that we don't necessarily need to have. So honor their feelings and discuss their opinions. Listen to what they have to say. So many times, you know, you hear the term happy wife, happy life. But a lot of times, even in my own marriage, we forget that men have feelings too, that men have a voice too. And we need to give them the space to use that. We need to give them the space to express their feelings um, so that way they can feel secure. So that way they can feel human. Um, So that is a big one to me is honoring those feelings, letting him know that he is safe in his feelings and he has the right to feel those feelings no matter what. Number four is consult and problem solve with him. Treat him like a consultant. Involve him in the uh, process of problem solving. I feel like this is a really, really good one. Um, Treat him like a consultant and problem solve with him. I feel like that can go over so many different things, but teaching them how to problem solve is very important. You see so many men out here who want to be macho and treated like a man, but they don't know how to do normal things in life. They don't know how to problem solve in life. We see a lot of men who come from single mother households whose mama did every single thing for them and basically just said it's the man's job to work or it's the man's job to just do the hard things. But they don't know how to problem solve. They don't know how to get through issues. They don't know how to make a doctor's appointment. They don't know how to cook a meal. So to me, I feel like it's crucial to teach them problem solving skills because that's just a part of being an independent person. That's just a part of being an adult. You have to know how to get through things. You can't always look to everybody else to solve your problems for you. And then you just look like the big bad man at the end of the day. That's not how everything should work. And that's why we have this, you know, um, system of men now with this agenda to put all the issues off on the woman. Because they don't know how to solve anything. They don't know how to problem solve. They don't know how to figure anything out. So you see a lot of men who just push the blame off on other people or push the issues off on other people because they don't know what they're doing. So it's very important to teach your sons problem solving skills. But it's also very important, in my opinion, to teach your sons all of the same skills that we are teaching our daughters. It is not fair. And you're doing your kids an incredible injustice if you don't teach them these crucial things that they need to know to survive in the world alone. Because we don't know when our sons grow up if they're going to have a wife. We don't know how long we're going to survive to be around to help them with things. So they need to know how to get through these things on their own. And then number five was communicate with them in a boy way. 
Be direct and specific. Don't be disappointed with brief responses. So that is one thing that has been um, gender specific that I have noticed is that you have to tell boys, you have to tell men exactly what it is that they need to do, exactly what it is that you want, exactly what it is that they need. Because if you're not very direct and clear, they don't really think outside the box. Um, They don't really do a lot of guessing. It is what it is. Um, So when you are raising your sons, make sure to be very direct with them. Make sure to be very specific with them. Make sure to be very clear. Let them know what these things in life mean. So that way they have a really good understanding of these different things um, that they're going to be faced with in life. Um, And like it says, don't be disappointed with brief responses. Just because they don't give you a mouthful doesn't mean that they don't understand. That's just their process system simple as that. Um, but those were five of the 10 tips on how to raise a boy right. You know, uh, and those are some good tips. And like I said, I'm going to post the link for parentremix.com so that you can continue to read this article and get the other five tips that they have listed that they feel are, you know, good ways to raise boys. Overall, I say, Raise your children all the same. It does not matter if they are a boy or if they're a girl. Instill in them independence. Instill in them pride. Instill in them, you know, feelings. And instill in them all the things that they need to be an independent, healthy, happy human being. Let them feel safe with you and teach them how to have that same security within themselves because you don't know how long you're going to be here as a parent. You don't know what their lives are going to look like down the road. So overall, you want them to be secure and you want to be their safe space as well, especially our boys. They need a safe space. I do not want to continue to live in this world where we have so many men with mental health issues who are going through so much because their feelings were blocked their whole entire lives and they don't know how to process that. They don't know how to speak their minds. They don't know how to cry if they need to. Um, They don't know how to take care of themselves if they really need to. They don't know how to be alone. They don't know how to celebrate their differences. All of those things that we instill in our girls, we need to take a step back and And review those things and instill those in our boys as well. If you have a son or a daughter, I just encourage you to try going some time without even using their gender when telling them to do things. You know, even when it comes to my daughter, I don't let people say, well, because you're a girl, you have to do X, Y, and Z. Or because you're a boy, you have to do X, Y, and Z. Just remove that from your terminology altogether. Teach them how to be a human being and everything will fall into place. Teach your sons that they're equal to women, that they're not greater than a woman, that they're not smarter, that they're not stronger, any of those different things. Just teach them that they are equal to their female counterparts. 
And teach your daughters the same, that we are equal human beings, regardless of what's between our legs. And I feel like our sons and our daughters will be so much happier and healthier in this world. So thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Motivated Mama podcast. If you have any more questions or concerns or ideas for podcast topics that you would like to be heard, please write us and let us know at momamapodcast.com. And please send all of your parenting friends and your family members our way to listen to our podcast so that way they have another tool for their parenting toolbox. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, thank you for listening to the Motivated Mama podcast. If you want to submit a question or if you want to be on the show, message me at contact at momamapodcast.com. That's M-O-M-A-M-A podcast.com. Please tell all the moms you know about the podcast, our Facebook group, YouTube channel, and community events. Your recommendation helps our show grow. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to our podcast.